0: what is happening ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 39 guess what i'm all by myself and it's not going to be the episode you thought it was trust me it's not the one i thought it was going to be either we said we were going to be doing the uh, montag project for you guys and we will be doing that i promise we will um but mike and i just found out we got some new work conflicts going on you know gotta make that money and, um, we're not gonna be able to quite make some of the, uh, we weren't able to make the episode happen for you guys this week. So, unfortunately, that didn't happen, but you're gonna get this little, this little filler, and I'm not gonna lie, it's not, uh, it's not ideal, it's not perfect, not the uh, best stuff out there. But, it's better than nothing, it is an intriguing story, and I would like to hear if anybody else has more information on it. So, without going into much more than that, I would like to announce a couple, there's about two, three different things I want to announce really quick. Obviously, as always, follow us on our Facebook page. Keep up with the group over there. I should say group, it's not a page. Although we do have a page now if you guys would like to follow that. And then also follow us at our own personal website, BobUSAPodcast.com. That's with two B's, B-O-B-B, USAPodcast.com. Follow us over there, you're going to get all of our episodes, all of our information on... Uh, merchandise is being released, and our newest stuff, which is going to be our affiliate partners, which is what I want to announce today. We already talked about this prior in our live with Katie. Uh, announcing that we're going to be kind of uh, being an affiliate with her. But she actually went in and made some personal soaps just for our show, you guys. So check it out. I got about five of them here. I just want to read. And she's also been linked in our description here at the bottom. So if you slide down, you'll be able to go and find her page on Facebook and support that. And she has some things she's cooking, no pun intended, hopefully coming up soon where she's going to have her own, uh, I think it's called an Etsy page. It'll make the purchasing process a, a little bit more smooth on both parties. ends. But She made, one of the first ones she did was A Gypsy Soul. And by the way, this is Divinity Creations by Katie. And she was on our episode 33. And I keep, I keep, oh my goodness, this is so hard without you, Micah. I don't know if you're listening to this, but I keep wanting to refer to you every time I ask something. Like, am I right? That's right, right, Micah? And he's not here, so I don't know why I'm doing that. But anyways, she was on episode 33. Go check that episode out if you have not checked it out and uh, get get filled in on her background a little bit and who and what she is. And we're going to definitely have you back on again, Katie. And I am excited about getting this all set up with you. So with you guys, you're going to get a code that you can go through on her site and just use like Bob or whatever it might be. And you message her that way and you'll be able to get the uh, the discount. I kind of, Katie, I could be telling them wrong, but I'm pretty sure when I went and looked on the page... If you go to services, you can pick the soap and then you can message them. That's how it's kind of set up right now. It's it's purchasing through messengers or were. If I'm wrong, Katie, get on me and I'll update them. I'll let them know. But she made one called Gypsy Soul, which looks pretty cool. 1920s barbershop. I really want to know what that one smells like. I'm not gonna lie. Because first of all, Katie, how are we determining what a 1920s barbershop smells like? But I'm super intrigued. I wanna smell that one, I'm not gonna lie. Then we have Viking Glory. First of all, again, I don't know how we define what Viking glory. Hey, listen, I'm sure it smells great, but like old school Viking glory. I don't know how good that smelled. I don't know what the original Viking glory might have been. Little musky, a little. uh. Anyways, I'm sure this Viking glory is great. And then we also have Sinner's Coffee. Okay, it's coffee, so I'm in. Sinner or not, I'm in on that one. And then the last one being Wicked Sage. She has a whole lot more than this, by the way, guys. She has candles, and she has other different types of soap, but these are some of the newest specific lines that she's rolling out just for you guys here at Bob, and I'm super excited about that. So, also, oh, that's what I was going to say. That's what the big announcement was. Well, it doesn't make sense to you guys right now, because we had the very end where I'm like, I can't remember, but you'll know when you get there now what it was that I couldn't remember, which is, um, we had a little hiccup with our subscribe star which is how you guys can um, contribute to the show or support us but we're gonna get that worked out it's just it's in a small little limbo effect where they're trying to approve everything and it's taking a little longer than we like but it should be up hopefully really soon here before this week is out so if you have tried first of all thank you thank you if you've tried to go on there and become a patron of some sort to get those incredible discounts that we talked about for all of our different merchandise and rewards that come with that. And the more people that become an affiliate with us, the more awesome and super cool and sweet rewards we'll give to you guys. So if you're listening to this and you think maybe you'd want to be an affiliate with us, you think you'd be a fit. Hey, reach out, message me on Facebook. Let's chat about it and see what we can hook up, you know. Um, But uh, what else was it? This is darn it. This is where we need Micah. Mike, I I need you because I can't even stay focused on the simplest of tasks. Oh, my God. Okay, so it'll... Dang it! how ironic to be like i'm gonna tell you about something it'll come back to me later oh that's what it was. the um with it with that being opened up all of our merchandise is available guys but if you're gonna buy something if you're not signed up yet but you're planning on buying like signing up let us know and we can get that promo code to you so that you're not getting screwed over we're supporting us and you're buying uh different merchandise but it's you know you're getting charged full price i don't want that to happen to you so feel free again reach out to me that way if you need i can definitely work you know walk you through it or help you out and then there was there's one other big piece of information. or something was coming. Oh, I totally misspoke. When we did our live, Micah brought it up too, and I don't even know why I said it this way. When you purchase the $15 reward, which I really do think is like probably the best tier to purchase, um, there's a mystery box that comes that eventually might have even some like samples from other affiliates in there. Or if Katie ever wants to send her a sample or something, we'll put that in there so that it gets sent out every three months and you'll get this mystery box with different stuff in it. But The question was asked while we were doing the live saying, okay, if I go in at the $20 tier or the $25 tier, do I still get that mystery box? And for some stupid reason, I said, no, that is not true. I I meant to say yes, but in case you did listen to that and it sounded that way, my apologies is not what I meant at all. You definitely, whatever you get as um, far as rewards, not necessarily the discounts on the merchandise, but whatever rewards are associated, those come at every level going up. Me- meaning, um, if, for example, if like at level five you get a sticker, well, you're still going to get that sticker at level twenty-five as well. Does that make sense? So, that, to be clear, you're you're not getting screwed out of like. You're not getting maybe all of them, because obviously if we gave them all to you, they might equal more than the actual like price that you're contributing at, at least for the first time. But th- for sure, the mystery box is something that would, would go with every level above it as well. It is not going to be limited to, hey, only, only the 15th tier, uh, you know, the, the the $15 tier, but the guy paying $20 can't have this. So just to clear that up in case someone had a question that way, that is something we have. And what else? Oh, in this episode. I talk about something that's called the Manhattan Abduction, or some call it the Manhattan Transfer Abduction. It's it's intriguing. I would like a little more information on this one. Like I said, if somebody has something, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to see if you could point me in the right direction on something else. This was something that, because of something that fell through last minute, I kind of pulled this one out of the old mystery bag. The uh, bag of... Uh, stories i have backlogged over here and i was like all right i kind of want to you know i can you know just read off this one a little bit and, and give you guys an idea so it's it's kind of interesting it's about a 10 minute read that i do and um i apologize for that in advance um i don't, I don't know man reading and me i, I just i don't know I, I in my head i read fine but then like listening to it being read a lot of like oh my god i miss you micah we need to we got to figure this out we're gonna we promise guys you're not losing us but not gonna lie micah is a window of availability with each other with one another because of foot flopping on work schedules is going to be pretty narrow. It's going to be, there's going to be like one day a week for like four hours where we can get something in at least for a little bit. And uh, we're going to make it happen though. We're not giving up on you guys. You guys don't give up on us. and We won't give up on you. I think that's it. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys were safe. Hope you guys got to see some family, whether it was in person or whether it was Skype or whatever it may be. I don't have anything else to add, so I guess I'm just going to roll this music. Oh yeah, let's go. Roll that music. When one thinks of an alien abduction, the first image that probably springs to mind is some remote farmhouse or wilderness area. The UFO appearing in the back, excuse me, the UFO appearing in the black sky and shooting a beam of light down to whisk the victim off. No witnesses because this is far from civilization and out in the boondocks. Yet there have been some cases that seem to buck this trend, which only serve to make them weirder and more outlandish than they already are. Certainly high amongst these, must be the time a woman was allegedly abducted right out of her urban apartment building in New York City. The UFO appearing in the black sky and shooting a beam of light down to whisk the victim off. No witnesses because this is far from civilization and out in the boondocks. One of the oft-most discussed and bizarre alien abduction cases on record began in the early hours of November 30th, 1989 with a 41-year-old woman by the name of Linda Napolitano, also formerly known as Linda Cortell. She lived in an apartment in Manhattan, New York. The United States, and on the morning of Ortell woke up to find a humanoid figure standing there obscured in the gloom by the foot of her bed. This was alarming enough as it was, as her apartment had been locked and her husband was sleeping soundly next to her, but it went into the realm of truly outlandish when she would claim that whatever it was obviously was not human, and that it would spirit her away to which she described as an examination room where she distinctly saw herself on a table surrounded by thin, large-headed, big-eyed aliens. She then found herself back in her bed, and her husband still off in dreamland, and left with only fragmented memories of what had actually happened. Cortell was sure it had been no dream, but tried to put it out of her mind until she came across the book that caused her to pause and take note. The book was Intruders. The Incredible Visitations of Copley Woods by seasoned UFO researcher Bud Elliot Hopkins and was about an alien abduction. After pursuing the book, Cortell became convinced that something very strange had happened to her that night. Desperate for answers and not sure what she should do, Cortell sought to contact Hopkins himself after which things would steadily get stranger still. Hopkins turned out to be very willing to hear Cortell's story, and considering that she had only remembered fleeting shards of the event, he arranged for her to undergo hypnotic regression to try and see what was lying down under the surface within her psyche. Under hypnosis, Cortell would say that she had actually been levitated out of her room through the window, and then had been taken out over the city lights to some sort of otherworldly craft hovering outside. Where she was subjected to some kind of medical experiments by non human entities. She would say of her testifying experience I am standing up on nothing, and they take me all the way up, way above the building. Oh, I hope I don't fall. The UFO opens up almost like a clam, and then I'm inside. I see benches similar to regular benches, and they're bringing me down a hallway. Doors open like sliding doors. Inside are all these lights and buttons and big long tables. I don't want to get up on that table. They get me on the table anyway. They start saying things to me and I'm yelling. I can still yell. One of them says something that sounds like, Nabyag? I think they were trying to tell me to be quiet because he put his hand over my mouth. All very curious indeed. But it would go even further down the rabbit hole when Hopkins was later contacted by two additional witnesses calling themselves Richard and Dan, who were, according to them, apparently bodyguards who had been tasked with escorting a high-ranking diplomat on the night of the incident, eventually identified to have most likely been United States Secretary General Yavar Perez. On that night, they claimed that they had been taking their charge over the Brooklyn Bridge in a limousine when the vehicle sputtered out and they spotted a large hovering craft in the vicinity of Cortell's apartment. And not only that, they even claimed to have seen the body of a woman levitating up towards it, along with some other non-human beings of some sort. They then claimed that the craft had shot towards the East River to go plunging into the depths, All of this had apparently been witnessed by them and also the diplomat they had been with. Richard would say of this scene, There was an oval-shaped object hovering over the top of the apartment building, two or three blocks up from where we were sat. We didn't know where it came from. It happened too fast. Its lights turned from a bright reddish-orange to a whitish-blue coming out of the bottom. Green lights rotated around the edge of the saucer. A little girl or woman wearing a white gra- a gown sailed out of the window in a fatal position. I'm sorry, fetal position, and then stood in midair in this beam of light. I could see three of the ugliest creatures I ever saw. I don't know what they were. They weren't human. Their heads were out of proportion, very large heads with no hair. Those buggers were escorting her into the craft. My partner screamed, we have to go get them. We tried to get out of the car, but couldn't. After the woman was escorted in, the oval turned reddish orange and again whisked off. According to these witnesses, the sight had left them in quite a state of shock and disarray. And from here, the story gets yet even weirder still. After this report, they had apparently began to stalk Cortell, following her around and generally absolutely obsessed with her, to the point that they had supposedly carried out an abduction of their own. On April 29, 1991, Dan and Richard allegedly kidnapped Linda Cortell in order to, to grill her on what she had experienced that evening. Not long after this, Dan would purportedly kidnap her yet again even going as far as to have her wear the same nightgown she had been wearing on the night of the abduction, during which Cortell would claim she had seen what looked like CIA files laying around. She was apparently consistently harassed by these two mysterious men, leaving Hopkins to wonder just what in the world was going on. In the meantime, there would be yet another possible witness to the event who would come out of the woodwork, When Hopkins was approached by a woman calling herself Janet Kimball, sometimes called Kimball, who said that she had also seen the hovering object after her car had broken down at the time and had assumed that it had been the set of a science fiction film. It was then that Hopkins, who had, until this point, kept the case to himself, decided to go public with the information on it. As all of this was going on, Hopkins, who was trying to see if he could get a statement from the diplomat who had been in the car with the bodyguards, Javier Perez, and he apparently did make contact, although... Collier would supposedly admit to the sightings, he made it very clear that he did not want his name associated with it, and so declined to make an official statement on the matter, saying he would deny any such news that came out, in other words... He meant to keep quiet on what he had seen. Of course, there was a bit of skepticism towards Hopkins' research, most notably from the fellow researchers George Hansen, Joseph Stafal, and Richard Butler, who had spent a lot of time poking holes in the case. For instance, it was pointed out that Hopkins had failed to do some basic checks on the conditions of the abduction such as the weather at the time, and had not even checked to see if the security guards at the building had seen anything unusual. Other criticisms of the case abound, such as the fact that it seems that although this incident supposedly happened at a sprawling apartment block complex in a busy downtown area, there were very few actual witnesses to the event. None of the other tenants saw anything unusual on the night in question, nor did night security guards And the witnesses that are cannot be corroborated. There are two near anonymous bodyguards with testimony that cannot be verified, the supposed diplomat, Javier, who has refused to confirm or deny any of it, the mysterious Kimball, who would, who could be anybody, and according to Cortell, supposedly a truck driver on the Brooklyn Bridge, who has remained unnamed. Very vague indeed. Interestingly, as the case has gained more awareness, there have been other alleged witnesses to the abduction who have come out of the woodwork over the years. The most prominent of these was a man named Yancey Spence, who alleged that he was a New York Post journalist who had been in his office right across the street on the night of the abduction, from which he saw the entire thing along with several others. He also made the ominous claim that he believed several other people had also been abducted, although who these other people were is anyone's guess. In the end, no one really knows what is going on here. With what is known now widely as the Manhattan Transfer Abduction, was this woman really abducted by aliens right from her apartment in the middle of New York City? Why are there so few witnesses? And actually, who are those witnesses really? Did they ever really exist at all? Theories have flown that this was the vast conspiracy to the idea that aliens carried out a mass mind wipe on everyone who saw what happened. But why would they have gone through all of this trouble in the first place in such a populated area or maybe she was just abducted by humans and her mind filled with it filled in the rest if so how do we explain what other witnesses supposedly saw if anything at all Or does this perhaps all have its origins in just a tall tale conjured up by Cortell herself, pulling Hopkins into her delusional world in the process? Whatever the case may be, it has managed to become a curious and often debated case that doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. And holy crap, that's finally over. Thank God, because I hate reading! I really, really do. I always thought that it would uh, be pretty easy to just read some stuff to you guys on here. Um, and of course, I will have the link for this uh, particular article that I read from in the show notes, as always. Tell me what you guys think. What do you, does anybody else have, first of all, any more information on this? To, to me, this one just feels a little too, like, I don't know, it's very vague. I just wanted to share this one I had in the old. Uh, the file here that's like the random hat pull from it kind of deal. Obviously, is discussing the uh, introduction there. Not having Mikey here tonight and some stuff's changed us for, for us or his work schedules made it kind of rough, but I did want to put something out for you guys that I want to leave you just hanging and, and good news it was only like ten minutes. I mean, for having to sit there and listen to me read. So I mean you made it. Congratulations, we're through it. Um, next episode will be, as we mentioned in the beginning, or I mentioned in the beginning, will be about the Montauk project for sure. And we'll have that set up for you guys and, and and all worked out much better, a little more organized and detailed, I would say at least organized, <laughs> than what we had going on with the uh Philadelphia event. So Without anything else to add, guys, I just want to say... Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's something I'm supposed to say. Isn't there something I'm supposed to say? What's the date? We've already had Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We survived. Hopefully you got a little fatter. You gibbled to you wibbled or whatever it is that you do with your family. If you guys got together and hopefully everyone was safe. And what else? I feel like there was something I was supposed to announce, but eh, it'll come back to me. And it's probably not that important. Father always said that. If you can't remember, then it cannot be that important. So on that note... I would like all of you to stay curious and keep it weird.